What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Jose here at the First Round by Podcast, accompanied by my boy, Mr. Saz. What's up, guys? And guess what? Welcome to episode 14. We actually have another, another body, another warm body. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping he's kind of warm. We got our friend. <laughs> Depends on the day. Ask my wife. <laughs> Mr. Brian Carter. Uh, thank you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm honored I, to be your first guest on the show, and I'm, I'm ready to take my lumps, and I'm ready to talk some football. Absolutely. Hell we yeah. are so happy to have him on. And if you couldn't tell, um, he's kind of a Ravens fan, I think. Um, just just a little bit. Uh, in the mix <laughs> since 96, our inception. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a big Ravens fan. Will be until the day I die, and uh, you know, happily sitting on top of the AFC North. So, That's uh, right. We're really excited. And on this episode, that's actually kind of what we're going to be talking about. We are going to be going over and debating and talking about the uh, contenders in the NFL. And, I mean, what better what better episode to bring Mr. Carter on than whenever his Ravens are atop the division right now? So. Honestly, one of the top teams in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. No, you know what's, what's crazy, too? Because going into the season... Everybody get out of the Ravens because they lost, what, three running backs? Three running backs, almost in consecutive weeks. It was crazy. We, and we also lost Marcus Peters right after Gus Edwards the following play. It was just it was just crazy to think that, you know, we lose uh, J.K. Dobbins, who I was really high on going into the year. Um, and then, you know, Gus the Bus is a great backup, and we were expecting him to be able to run for five, six yards of carry. And then he goes down, and then, you know, we got <laughs> Justice sucks. Hill, and Terrible. Justice Hill goes down, and then we lose Marcus Peters. It's like, you know, man, what are we going to do? And, you know, and then it's just – it's it's a testament to Lamb Jack and, you know, our offensive line and the, the coaching. I mean, the fact that, you know, we're basically keeping the game simple for Lamar Jackson and allowing him to be who he is. And that's a dynamic, you know, play player. And, oh yeah, you know, he's, he, he's incredible to watch. And I mean, it, it's fun to see that division because, you know, the Bengals are up and coming, you know, the Steelers aren't going away. I mean, that's, that's going to be a, a tough division come, uh, come September, October. So oh, and yeah. it's crazy too. Cause like, if you, if you, if you rewind like a few years back, that was one of the worst divisions in the league like oh, it was, 100% like it was more than likely the Steelers or the Ravens were going to come out right more than likely the Steelers if, or I guess the Ravens have been pretty hot for the past yeah couple couple decades uh, yeah yeah I mean they consistently build a pretty good them. team uh at, at the time the the only thing that they were really lacking uh, because correct me if I'm wrong but before it was Lamar it was Joe Flacco mm-hmm. right yeah Joe Flacco and I actually <clears throat> I actually really like Joe Flacco but I saw him more as a game manager type with the big arm like with the big play possibility every once in a while but mm-hmm. it it just was kind of few and far between the the funny thing about Joe Flacco and you know being a Ravens fan I saw most of his games you know just up close and personal like during the regular season he was very like vanilla average middle of the road and then he earned his money come playoff time like he he would always show up in like the biggest of games he would make those throws when he needed to make the throws the mm-hmm. mile high miracle that wasn't so much him as far as it was the corner falling down but we're not going to you know discuss that <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to allow you know that that's just to be in the past but uh right. you know he he was a game manager and to your point i mean he managed the games especially when you know the the biggest you know games were on the line and he had to had to have that throw he was just cool under pressure and he never really seemed phased right you know i always felt bad for him too because he kind of just like lost his job to lamar and like what he went to the to the jets and the broncos right I, th- uh, I think that's right. I believe and that's then, right. And then, like, he never, you never really heard anything from mm-hmm. him. I know. So it was well, bad, and you know? he actually kind of, 
uh, I mean, credit to the uh, the front office of the Ravens because they actually I felt like they cut bait whenever like they absolutely needed to. Mm-hmm. The you guys got one of the best GMs in the game. Absolutely, there's there's one no the doubt. I mean, he always knows how to draft, and most of the most of his draft picks go on to have you know just Hall of Fame careers. It's it's incredible. I mean, just just a credit to the organization. But I'll be the first one to admit, you know, coming out of college, I was very skeptical of Lamar Jackson, and whenever oh, yeah. we when we traded up to get him at the end of the first round, I. I sat there and I remember saying, what the hell are we thinking? <laughs> I'm like, cause I remember oh, watching man. him in college and I mean, he, he was electric with his legs, not doubting that one bit, but he had accuracy issues and, you know, he would throw the ball at people's feet and he would throw them, you know, maybe a yard short or not lead him right. where he was supposed to. So, which I is was weird because he's got a cannon of an arm. Yeah. He, and, and the way yeah. he throws, he just flicks it so easily. And I think that's part of the issue is his accuracy because he oh, has yeah. such a strong arm. He doesn't know how to take some off of it, but credit to the offensive line and credit to that coaching staff for building an offense around him. Oh, yeah. Basically, 100%. you know, the fact that we, you know, have led the le- led league in rushing up until this year, I think we're third this year, but the last two years we've led the league in rushing and, you know, that, that goes to show that it goes a long way, but, you know, I'm ready for him to take that next step and show that he's a playoff caliber, you know, quarterback right. that he can, he can earn that money. Cause I love his attitude. I love the way he leads that organization. I'm just ready for him to get over that hump. So does that mean that now you are you have become a believer in him and you are okay and you don't hate the draft pick now? Absolutely. I still have a love-hate relationship because <laughs> I, I'm so passionate about football that when he makes an errant throw, obviously I'm gonna yell at him like, you know, he's my my child or something. Like like I have a vested <laughs> like I have a vested relationship in him, but you know, that's just part of my my uh you know, makeup and the you know, the excitement and the emotion I have for oh, the sport. But uh yeah. but yeah, I'm just I'm excited to see him kind of, you know, battle you know, the, the Mahomes and the Herberts of the following of the next five to 10 years. And I was talking to Jose about this before you got here that I'm excited for the AFC North. I mean, oh, yeah. Her- Herbert and Mahomes for the next five or 10 years, that's Brady Manning 2.0. And I mean, if, if no one sees that, then you're not a football fan. Oh yeah. 100%. It's, it's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's it's actually sorry sauce. No, go ahead. But they because I mean because they play twice a year too. Yeah, and then yeah. they do have the potential to play in the playoffs too. Yes. So it's, it's like it's you nasty. potentially have like a chance to see them play three times a year. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah. Is it a long shot? Maybe, but I mean right. it's still a possibility. And, and it's always going to be a good game. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and don't sure. sleep on the Chargers because I mean Bosa, you know he's getting stronger. I mean that defensive front, so they could cause headaches for Mahomes in the playoffs, but. I mean, it's just, to me, the AFC is wide open this year. I mean, don't get me wrong. The season is still early, and I still expect the Chiefs to totally come on and do their thing. But the Bills are looking strong. My Ravens are looking strong. The Titans are looking strong with that dominating, you know, just – that that victory over the Bills, <laughs> right. I, I had to give you props, right. man. I appreciate Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, three three touchdown games this season. The whole NFL has four. Oh, like yeah, and the, he's the, not oh, slowing yeah. down either. No, he's, he's not. not slowing down. And the thing that you know makes what? him he, so he talks about Derrick Henry more than I do. I think I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I, I respect the game of football, and like we talked earlier, I love Smash Mouth, and I love uh, just grind them out offenses, and I love just you know oh, running the ball down you know teams' throats. And the thing that makes Henry so scary is not only he's so big he gets stronger in the second half yeah so oh, you're yeah. a defensive yeah. lineman and a linebacker and you come out of that halftime and you're already down 10 points knowing that you're it's fixing scary. to get a heavy dose of king that's Henry. right i mean it's just it's demoralizing it, <laughs> it really, really is, is. it know? really really is and that's part of the reason why i absolutely love Derek. king i mean i love the way that our offense runs and for for the most part for a while i was actually kind of frustrated with it because uh i know we spoke earlier about it but I, I started getting more toward like wanting a kind of a finesse 
team. Sure. To, because I mean, we got we signed Julio. We've got yeah, we got you, AJ Brown. Absolutely. And uh, we we do have some other wide receivers that don't have big names, obviously. But the fact that we have somebody who could potentially be a Hall of Fame caliber running back, oh, then yeah. it's it just. I mean. It makes me change my mind and my perspective <laughs> on stuff. But and that's one of the things that I that I love about not only the game but uh, for fans of the game to be able to take certain things, certain aspects of it, and if it if it's different from what you're normal to, then you change your mind on certain things. Like I've actually changed my mind on Lamar Jackson quite a bit. I used to. I mean, obviously, uh, no good Titans fan is going to absolutely love another Ravens fan. But I do love this guy. He, he's, he's a pretty good dude. But uh, it's one of those things where I still, because I am a football fan, mm-hmm. I, I think Lamar Jackson is absolutely electric. Uh, I still kind of question his passing ability sometimes. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because, like, I mean, he's still not completely polished as a, as a passer. No. But he, is, he has played a lot better this year. Oh, a I lot agree. Better. His his completion percentage is up. I agree with that. And you know he's he's showing that when he has to, he can be that pocket quarterback. But the problem with Lamar Jackson is he's so electric. It's like you you almost like don't want to put reins on him. It's almost like having a wild stallion. Right. It's like gonna just run wild all over any and everyone that he can. But you almost have to harness that because my my biggest knock on Lamar Jackson to this point is he turns the ball over too much. But that's also right. because he wants the ball in his hands when the game's yep. on the line. He wants to make that play. He wants to ride or die and be that guy. But I mean, there's that, that, <laughs> that that's rhymed. kind. Of, Exactly. Uh, that, that's kind of my whole point about him getting over the hump as far as in the playoffs is if he can learn to control those turnovers, man, he can be he can be really something special. He already is, but he can be that next level. Can, that and next correct level, me yeah. if I'm wrong, I saw something on Facebook the other day. I think all, if or if not most of his stats, like passing touchdowns, rushing yards, com- passing compl- uh, passing uh, percentage completion, whatever, I think it's actually all better than what his uh, – Stats were his MVP season. Yeah, no, you're right. His yep. his, his, his completion record. percentage is up right now. It's uh, I have to look it up, but I think it's 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 definitely up in, in the top of the league right now. Which is I mean, which is nuts. Plus, yeah. I mean, the the Ravens they still like you said. Uh, other than the Titans, they're one of the most uh, injured teams right now, and yeah. so that that's actually kind of a testament to the uh, team building ability of both the franchises. Because I mean, because uh, the Ravens, you guys are what five and one. Uh yeah yeah that's right five so and one. five and one and <laughs> the Titans are four and two they just came off that huge win over mm-hmm. over Buffalo yep uh, another big contender so it's it's a testament to the GM's drafting and signing ability and being able to keep contenders around and keep contenders alive and especially with that with that offense it's pretty much Lamar Jackson. Yeah. yeah. And, and and what's funny is you know it's such a it's such a run first offense like you you almost don't know when and as to my point earlier about taking the ball out of Mark Jackson's hands you have to give these other guys a chance to run the ball and to control the clock and you know control the the play but then when you have this guy that's so electric that can just, you know, take it to the house on any given play or, you know, oh, yeah. he can throw the ball to Hollywood down the field for a 69-yard gain, it's like it's hard to realize that, you know, it's a four-quarter game and you have to manage and take some four and outs and take some facts, you know, move the move the chains maybe a couple first downs and then have to punt the ball because you can't hit the home run on every drive. And it's hard because, I mean, you know, and me being a Ravens fan, I want to see them, you know, put up 50 points a game, but it's just not in the cards. I mean, the way their offense is predicated, it's, you know, 
know, game management, control the clock, and then allow your defense to, you know, take um, control of the, you know, field, um, you know, um, you know, the, the part of the field and control the, basically just control the field and basically, right. you know, uh, you know, pin the, pin the team deep and allow your defense to try to make a turnover oh, and absolutely. try to anything like that. So, and the thing about him too, is, um, he runs the ball down your throat. He's, he doesn't go to the, to the sidelines. Exactly. He goes straight down the middle. He does. And, and he scares he still, the crap of me. No, the crap out of and he, still, every time. he still makes people miss. He you does. know what I mean? Which is nuts. Every, he, every time, every time he runs like a sweep towards the sideline, I just have Robert Griffin nightmares in my head going off. Like he, he's going <laughs> right? to go to slide or he's going to do something and he's going to tear an ACL. And then our season's going to be just completely shot. So, I mean, to credit to him, I mean, he's a smart player. He hasn't been injured yet. He knows when to, you know, go out of bounds and when to, you know, fight for that right. extra yard. But, you know, sometimes – and I think his his coaches will tell you too that sometimes you just have to kind of, you know, take the slide, move on to the yep. next play, and, you know, don't don't try to make that extra-ditch effort if it's going to hurt you in the long run or, you know, potentially hurt your team. But right. Absolutely. Well, and I will say this. Um, he has done a lot better job of being able to protect the football and everything. Mm -hmm. And like I said, he's having an MVP caliber season so far. Yep. But with that being said, we also got several other people who are having MVP type seasons. Absolutely. Um, We're going to play a little game real quick here. All right. We're going to play contender or pretender. I want to play a game. That's right. So Carter and Josie, you can answer as well. The uh, we'll go with the Bengals contender or pretender Carter, the Bengals, the Bengals. Um, man, that's tough for this season. I'm gonna tentatively say pretender, but don't sleep on them because I think they, they, they are gonna be there, uh, very, very quickly. I think, I think, uh, Come late in the season and playoff time, I think the inexperience of Joey Burrow and Chase are going to show. Okay, and I can and, see that. and the fact that Joe Joe Mixon, he's having a good season, but he does tend to have you know some lingering injury issues. And if he goes down, I don't really know what they have behind him, so that scares me because we all know in the playoffs, a good defense and a run game can take you far. Right. So I'm going to say tentatively pretender this year, but and that's just maybe because they're in my division. I don't want them to be a, pre- <laughs> a, a contender. That just makes yet. sense, but uh, yeah, I think they're they're definitely on the horizon, and they're a team that's going to be scary for for several years, especially if Burrow and Chase can stay healthy. Watch out! Oh, absolutely, yep. Josie. So, kind of to hit on what he said, I think. I mean, if I had to choose between one of the two, contender or pretender, I would say contender. But kind of like what he was saying, I don't think they have the experience to make it far into the playoffs. Right. Do I think they can make and the that's playoffs? That's a really good point. 100%. That's yeah, a really they, good they point. They can make the playoffs. But let's just say they match up against, I mean, whatever other team. Who, who else is in there? If they, if they match up against, like, the Bills or the Titans in the first round, they're going to have issues. Exactly. They are. Because not so, only are they going to have to go to that place, they're going to have to contend with either Henry or Josh Allen or that three-headed monster. So Exactly. What about you, Sauce? I would say, I'm going to say contender. Mm. And part of the reason why I say contender is because, like you said, uh, everything else aside, the way that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are playing right now is just, it's absolutely nasty. Mm -hmm. So currently at this point in the season, I would say contender. Now that could change because like you pointed out, I mean, we don't know what, what they have behind them. Uh, they got a pretty good receiving core, but I don't, oh, I don't even know who's, who's backing up. They Joe got Burrow. P Ryan, but I think he's out as well. Yeah, P Ryan, I think he's hurt, but, uh, yeah. 
Man, yeah, I, that, I feel like you guys are ganging up on me. Like I'm the only one that actually said they were a pretender. I think it's a, the uh, the fact that I'm the first one on the show and you guys that's are right. me, ganging up on me. <laughs> that's right. The, and, that's I mean, all right, though. It, hey, it happens. Hey, they might be a contender. We'll see. Hopefully not, but, you know, we'll see. All right. Here, here's the next one. This one's going to be, I wouldn't say controversial, but a little bit controversial. I would, I'm going to ask about the... Uh, the Raiders, the Sin City Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Sin City Raiders. All right, so Carter, yes. thoughts on the Raiders? Do you think that they are contenders or pretenders? Absolute pretenders. <laughs> um, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't trust. <laughs> I just don't trust their defense. Josh Jacobs is kind of a, a question mark. I mean, he's. Yes, he's a true bell cow of a running back when Gruden was in charge, but now they have a new offensive scheme. I don't know if he's going to be as you know dominant or as prevalent in the offense as he once was. I think they may have to try to air the ball out more, and I think that you know Derek Carr has shown over you know get, given the course of the season he can put up a bunch of yards, but I think he also could uh, you know make a. I think we've uh, seen a, a costly ceiling. interception or a costly, you know, oh, turnover yeah. when need be. So I'm going to, I'm going to say there, cause especially in the loaded AFC West, I mean, I, I just can't see them coming out of that or even winning a wild card. So I'm going to say pretender. Pretender. Josie. Sauce, you already know how I feel about this. <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't know why, but I just, I don't like the Raiders. Like I just, not right. that I hate the Raiders, but I right. just don't like them. Like yeah. I, I never have. Like I, right. I can't remember one time since I started watching football. That they were that I was like oh my god you know the Raiders the Raiders you know what I mean the yeah Raiders. so you didn't get excited to see the Raiders <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I get that their their style of football is just not very I it's, don't know, it's not man. very exciting and it's, it's crazy so too boring. because Fighting. you would think that a lot of players would want to go to play would want to play with the Raiders because I mean well, especially now in Vegas in right. Vegas and in Oakland previously but. I don't know. I'm well, not a fan of Carr, man, and you know this. And with all the Gruden stuff going on, yeah, uh, they don't I was have about like, to say, a, that's they don't have like a, a leader there, a true leader, there, I should say. There's so. just too much of a spotlight on the organization outside of football for me to feel that they can concentrate enough on football to be prevalent, to be good. Yeah, so. see, and and obviously, I, I think that they're pretenders because whenever I look at that team, I literally like most other most of these other contenders. You can at least find one decently okay like superstar potential person they they look like a bunch of average jokes. Well, they got Waller. He's probably, in my opinion, well, the whenever second your best tight end, end is behind your, Kelsey. Well, whenever your best, like the most superstar potential you have is in your tight end, that's, um, I mean, no disrespect. To, I guess it is kind of disrespect to him. So I apologize, Raiders fans. But, man, if if Darren Waller is the, year, is, is the guy that you point to, you're like, yeah, that's our superstar. Right. Then it's just like... I don't know, guys. Well, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think tight ends have have definitely, obviously, a prevalent you know um, role in our offense. I mean, you look at Travis Kelsey and George Kittle and the Darren Wallers. That's great, but I mean, the teams that have shown they can go into you know the deep into the playoffs and actually make a run at the Super Bowl, you either have to have a top notch quarterback, a run game, or defense. And I don't oh, yeah. know that they have any of those three. Right? <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't, don't think that they do. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that, that makes sense because, and like you said, they're in a loaded division. And even though yeah. they're currently on top of on top of the Chiefs right now, I, I still, I mean, but whenever they play the Chiefs, they always play the Chiefs really, really tough. Right. 
But everybody in that division plays each other really tough. And this is it's the interdivisional. It's almost like whenever, you know, we play um, – I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to touch on college football for a minute because I'm a diehard OU fan as well. But Absolutely. it's like when OU plays Iowa State or OU plays Oklahoma State. You wouldn't think mm-hmm. that it would be that relevant of a game, but it's like those – either divisional games or those, you know, like rivalries, you never know. It's a coin flip, like OU Texas. I mean, oh, even yeah. when years, whenever, and I'm, and, and I apologize, Jose, but kind of <laughs> a big Texas fan and, you know, it, it, Hey, you know, we, we do what we can and, you know, it's a great rivalry and I love OU Texas, but, uh, you know, there's certain seasons where Texas has no business beating OU mm. and they go in and they beat us by two touchdowns. I mean, Absolutely. You, it's just those inner, those interdivisional games. You never know because like Miami, Oh, when it, whenever, you know, Tom Brady, was yes. in New England, he had a stigma for when he would go to Miami, he just wouldn't play well. Yeah. I don't know what it was about, you know, Miami, but he just he wouldn't play well on the road at Miami. But yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be a tight race regardless of of who what whatever division that we're talking about, you know, like right. the AFC West is always gonna be tough. And kind of like you said, um, like you were touching on in college football, everybody like teams play certain teams very, very, very well. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and so it, regardless of whatever matchups that, that that they have going on, it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy game. Yeah. So, but yeah, so it's it's awesome. Uh, we we love the rivalries. We love being able to uh, obviously talk about all these different divisions and everything. Yeah. So. It's an exciting time for football, man. There's some great young quarterbacks that are going to be hopefully good for years to come. It's it's going to be fun to watch. Absolutely. You know what else is fun to watch? This episode. <laughs> I don't know. right but yeah so with that being said that's all we got time for on this episode thank you for watching episode 14 again thank you so much to mr brian carter for hey, joining thanks, up thanks with us for having me on i appreciate you guys you know taking the time to bring me here and let me be a part of this so thank absolutely you. do you have anything uh raven related closing that you would like to say to our lovely viewers <sighs> um man just you know go go ravens and please no more injuries to any running backs and i hope we can uh hope we can be prevalent come playoff time so it's it's going to be an exciting uh exciting next couple months to watch for sure absolutely josie any closing statements um no no (laughs) i don't have anything for you awesome well guys that's pretty much going to do it for us uh you can find us on youtube obviously um you can also find us on spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. i think that that's all of them we're also on instagram so check us out on instagram and everything but if you would like to see carter's lovely face definitely check us out on youtube uh hit up firstroundby.com for all your first round buy needs and yeah we'll catch you guys in the next one thank you so much for watching hey thanks appreciate it peace